0: Survivor, Look, bro, are you listening to Survivor, yeah. guys? I think it's Survivor,
1: <laughs> dude. You must really like Survivor. Hello,
0: everybody. Welcome to the Survivor Buffs, Blind Sides, and Banter podcast. This is the podcast made by super fans with super fans for super fans. I'm your host, Buckles, and with me, I've got my mate Mac. Mac, how you doing?
1: Buckles, my man, I'm going well. Uh what a week for UK Survivor. We're starting to evolve the game a bit. It's a bit a bit mixed up now. And uh, would you believe it? Back to back episodes, our winner picks are gone. Good, I couldn't you couldn't even write that.
0: Yeah, I know. You can't believe Well, it shows how much we know about this game.
1: <laughs> oh, doesn't it? What? I mean, I was I was pretty confident that Rachel was going to go a long way, just the the way she was edited and that in the first few episodes, but I guess the more I thought about it, and I think we spoke about it last week, like I would I would have traded her in for a different Winter Peak, definitely, because she wasn't just getting enough content anymore. So that was a bit of a downfall. And then Ren, uh, yeah, what, what happened to her? I, I don't I don't I thought she was going a long way in this game.
0: I, I, I really did as well. Like she definitely is a fan. She's a fan outside the game. She's been a fan for a long time. You'd think that she'd have a bit more of a grasp on the game, but like. Let's be serious. The biggest fans in this game were probably Ren and Shy, and they are either gone or in trouble.
1: Like, real trouble. Doing the worst out of everyone. (laughs) Doing the worst out of
0: everyone. Um, It sort of brings me, makes me think almost about the 2016 season, like Phoebe and Nick, like Idanza. So, like, the biggest fans in the game just get fucking trolleyed.
1: Yeah, it's it's really it's really strange because, like, especially with Ren, you think like she's obviously a big, or they are obviously like a huge fan, and you think in a cast of not many fans, they should be able to sort of dictate the game. And maybe it's because you know people want to lay low and under the radar. That's like the meta strategy at the moment for the last quite a quite a while now, quite a few years. Maybe doing that when you're clearly like superior in knowledge is not the best way to go. Maybe you need to really push the agenda more with people who don't know what they're doing, just to sort of get your way. And maybe they just weren't doing enough of that and were sort of trying to just go along for the ride and just didn't really make enough social bonds to, to capitalise on, on their knowledge of the game.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, Ren, I think, struggled with, obviously, the fish reward and lying and stuff like that. But shy, I just feel like he's just not socially there. He may, whether he has the strategic chops or not, he's had to rely on the physical game and on the strength game. To get him through. He just can't make those social bonds. He's not trusted. He's seen as dodgy. So, whereas then, you've got someone like Christopher. Now, Christopher, we see next week, he wants to throw a challenge. 90% of these casts don't even know what throwing a challenge is. So, (laughs) like, he's really dictating the game. He's really putting it in. He's keeping his mouth shut when he needs to. He's definitely voting people out he doesn't want to. But... He seems to be dictating the game to a point. And he's definitely on a powerful position. Yeah, no, Chris.
1: Oh, for sure. Chris is having a great season so far. And, you know, we might get into him a bit later when we do the buffs, perhaps. But um, he might be getting moving up that leaderboard there. But he's sort of, yeah, he's he's playing quite a good game. He's very observant. He's, he's finding alliances with everyone, which is like just, you know, Survivor 101. Don't piss anyone off. Don't divide anyone. Just Just get along with everybody and keep your options open. And that's something really important and so probably something ren didn't do that well. Um, I think they were a little bit against Lee, maybe, and it sort of put a few people offside, perhaps. So, um, yeah, in a game where social capital is everything, you need to have everyone involved in that.
0: Exactly. And is it just me or does Lee have a better social game than we realise? Like, for the first few weeks, <laughs> I feel like he's just been pushing strength, pushing strength, pushing strength, vote out all the women, vote out all the women, but... It seems like his name hasn't really even been brought up in a option that it could have been brought up here. Um, and he's seems to almost be liked. He's brought in on the numbers, whether he's dictating or not. He's definitely not the leader, but he's been brought in. So I'd like I feel like maybe his social game, maybe he is actually funny. Is that is that yeah, funny is. in England? Is how he talks funny in
1: England? <laughs> I don't think they, they can hear his accent because they all have accents to us. But yeah. he's definitely less uh, – I definitely like him more this week. He was a bit less uh, overbearing and a bit less uh, out there, which I yeah. prefer. Like he's a bit more laid back. He's sort of just normal guy. And like you said, he got bought into the plan and stuff. And I think, like I was saying, when you have a cast of people who maybe don't know the game that well, when they see someone who's a little bit more aggressive and a bit more certain of what they want to do, that's someone you sort of want to play with because you want that certainty going forward. And if you can get on board with that person and they're the one calling the shots, one, it's a shield. And two, it gives you a direction, which sometimes the straight people need someone to get behind. So in that, in that regard, he's sort of that leader figure that's sort of doing the job for everyone else. So yeah, I don't think he's going to win the game, but I do think he's going to sort of march into the merge with, with numbers behind him.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a bit shocking because if you said that to me week one, I would have thought, This is, he's on the most strategic tribe and he's going for all the women. The women seem pretty strategic. Even Rach seems a little bit strategic. She seemed to have some sort of sense to her. Ash seems to be working her shit out and being able to float through. I don't know how she didn't get voted out while she was injured. And she seems to be over that now. Um, Hannah is a fan of the game, even if we're not seeing it. And then Ren's obviously um, a huge fan of the game. I was genuinely shocked that going from that strength-based vote-out-all-the-women sort of purpose, he has sort of softened a little bit into the game and he's found his feet a little bit. And going into the merge for such a strength-based unstrategic player, I actually, I see him, he might even make it deep into the merge to, to be truthful because Lenena does have that strength, in their strategic minds between, like, Christopher and Ash and stuff that he can just bounce off. And Doug.
1: Yeah, no, I do think he's not in a horrible spot. I think it depends how the merge goes. Like, if this becomes a fluid game, then I don't think he's going to last. But if this becomes an old-school game where it's, like, you know, the old tribes versing each other, and and if it, if it does come down to, like, original tribe strengths, then let will win out for the numbers and, and he will, he'll be there to like the final seven, I suppose. So if, if it can become fluid and and players like Chris and Doug can merge with sort of Tanuke and maybe Jess and shy, like these sort of people who are sort of, you know, fans and know enough and want fluidity in gameplay. Cause that's sort of what every fan would want. I would assume to keep options open to make the game more fun as well for the viewers. Um, if it becomes like that, then I don't think he's going to last. But, yeah, like I said, if, if it's just tribal-based tribal lines, then he, I expect him to, to get down to, to quite a good placement for, for someone like Lee.
0: Yeah, definitely. Talking about tribal-based lines, I want to talk about this swap. Okay. We'll talk about whether we like the swap in a second. I just want to talk about people's decisions behind going into the swap. Pegleg, his only reason for wanting to go to Caliton is to get Shire because of how powerful she is. That is the only reason he wanted to go. <laughs> Doug wants to go in, infiltrate it, and destroy it from the inside out. Then we've mm. got Tanuke and Matthew, to people that we haven't... Like, Tanuki's Tanuke's had definitely some strategic chops in this game. Definitely seems like she seems to be dominating the strategy over there on Kalaton. But Matthew, I didn't Never. even know he knew what strategy was. Like he's 21, he might never have heard this <laughs> word before. And then all of a sudden they're going over and they, they want to infiltrate and become stronger and stronger and stronger by having uh, social connections on both sides. It's, it's a real different look between the sort of the three groups like Peg, Leg, Doug and Tanuke and Matthew. Very different reasoning for wanting to swap.
1: Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Like just the, the difference in the contrast of, of the two, the two decisions. And I, I do think the Tanuke Matt, Matt idea of trying to blend in, meet some new people, make some new alliances. That's the way you should be trying to play the game rather than try and go in and blow up from the inside the other tribe. Like, like I said, like we don't want to see this tribal game right through the merge. We want to see a fluid game, which Matt and Tanuke sort of are trying to do. Um, interesting to see which, which theory will win out if Pegaleg and Doug can Ken takes the numbers out of Calton Is this going to set them up for a longer game or is it Tanuke and Matt who are going to go further because they have more, more bonds with more people? Um, especially if both plans work, then there's going to be more Len- Lenena, and then Matt and Tanuke could be the only Calton left and they might be the first one, like the last ones out, I suppose. So it's going to be really interesting to see it play out. I did think it was yeah, just funny. The differences of, of, I guess, difference in ideas. And I mean, Pegleg, I don't think he's a fan of the game and, yeah. To to say I want to go there just to vote shy out, like it just seems strange to me. Like we it's from what we've seen of shy, minded. <laughs> yeah, like we've seen we've seen shy in the challenges, and that's the only time Pegleg's seen him. And yeah, he's a challenge beast. But really, if that's all he's got, which I mean, Pegleg doesn't know what he's doing at camp. But like, it's just such a risk for him to do. I want to go there just to take him out. Like, why? Like he he might win a few challenges. So what? I mean, yeah, exactly. W- Exactly. we've seen and, Doug smash and, Nathan several times so why couldn't he beat Shy
0: and not to mention like, think about it Calaton now has Shy Doug Nathan Calaton ain't losing they are not losing it is going to have to be it is going to have to be at least either another balancing challenge which is already gone a severe puzzle challenge like a really brutal puzzle challenge or something like a, like a real decider to make them lose. That that team is as stacked as it gets. So I don't yeah, see... No, yeah. I don't see Pegleg or Doug even having to worry about destroying. I think it's going to end up turning into an infiltration and they're going to probably make some bonds over there and then they're going to struggle at the merge because they're like, oh, do I go back to uh, Lenata? Do we go back to Linetta? Or do we stay with these new friends at Calaton that we've just met?
1: Yeah, no, I can I definitely think they're going to it back to Lanena. That's that's what I'm reading it as. Like I think like what are we at now? We're at uh thirteen. So the merge can't be too far away, really. One maybe one more vote and they merge at the second episode of next week. So um how much time would they actually have with these people to make the bonds? I mean, do Doug and Nathan wanna get on because you know, Doug's beaten Nathan and everything, he's probably smashed his ego to pieces. I think Nathan's sort of bred to sort of release now. Like, I can't lose to Doug anymore. He's on my team. <laughs> so, is that the way he's thinking? Like, it's a bit to come. But, yeah, I can definitely see Peg and Doug. Well Peg especially wants to get back to Lee. Like, they seem to be a pair. And then Doug, well, now Ren's gone. It sort of opens him up a bit as a bit of a free agent with an idol. So, yeah, it, it, it will be interesting to see what happens going forward. But, it, you know what? This tribe swap is the best thing that happened for this season. It was getting a bit stale. The Carlton tribe was boring as anything. Oh, so boring. And now we so have a bit of boring. a mix. Yeah, it's fun to see players just mixing together, and that's that's what drops are for, and this changes the game completely.
0: It definitely... I've I definitely got your theory this week where there's always one good episode, one bad episode per week, because <laughs> Saturday night's episode was horrible. And in in the structure of things, it was still better than episodes that we've seen, but there was not a whole lot going on. Rachel or Jess, yeah. strength space. let's go like a reward and an immunity challenge, the reward, everyone gets the reward. It's, it wasn't my favorite episode of the season. That's for sure. Whereas the second episode of this week, I'm going to say is my favorite episode of the season. It has, the strategy has stepped it up. There were multiple names on the chopping block for real reasons, strategic reasons, not weakness reasons. Like Larnie got it a vote, but it was t- for a split vote, just in case Ren had an idol. It was it was actually like pretty good, so I didn't. I really didn't mind it. They really stepped it up in that second episode this week, and I'm I'm actually shocked. We're three weeks through. There's only five weeks left of this. We're I mean, there's at the still end. ten
1: episodes. So there's still decent. We're not almost at the end. We're not even halfway yet. Let's not let's not go off too early. Like it feels it, like we've five been going weeks in
0: Survivor <laughs> is the end. <laughs>
1: If you got to think, the well, 5 week weeks—it's still ten episodes. So in a normal season, that's yeah. ten weeks for a US season, which is a long time. Oh, uh, yeah, eh? fair enough. I guess
0: we've <laughs> got a double. But, it, though, they're fourteen so- days. Th- they're fourteen days through at this tribe swap, and like in US, we are well and the end merge at fourteen days through.
1: Yeah, but this like, game fake merge is yep.
0: done. We've done a double elimination. We're we're we've caught up to the US <laughs> in three weeks. Yeah.
1: This is, so yeah. we're, what was it? Day fourteen. Yeah, yeah, day fourteen. So this is a thirty-four day game, so twenty days left. So they're, yeah, they're they're not quite halfway, but they're almost there. So yeah, yeah I guess next episode's halfway. Yeah.
0: All right, let's talk about yeah. the tribe swap. Let's let's get into this tribe swap. This was a new way to do a tribe swap. I didn't I didn't hate this because you're pretty uh, much yeah. asking you're asking <laughs> the tribes to send their stronger like sort of they're smartest and strongest people and then forcing them that they have to send two people to the other side. It forces these teams to make moves. It's, it's letting the cast produce the um, content instead of luck produce the content.
1: Well, it's tricking the cast. That's how I say it. It's not really telling them what's truthful. Just say, Hey, just send like the person that everyone loves, the person they trust the most, the strongest person yeah. each, and then also the smartest person. So it's sort of send your best three who you don't want to lose and you might lose. You're going to lose two of them. So it's a, bit, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of a trick, which is fine. But like, I think is it better if they just know and that way they can, that'd be more interesting to see their decisions. If they know that send three and two will go. Um, or send three and they
0: have a huge decision to make or something. Like, send three yeah, and they have yeah, a yeah, huge well, even that, decision yeah. to make. Instead of making them yeah. think they're going to a challenge.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Or, yeah, even play something out and then the amount of people that go is different. But what's wrong with sending all three over? Like, I think that would be interesting too.
0: Yeah, that, that would have been just switch them up completely.
1: No, because yeah, that would be I a of- more shy. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't, I probably probably don't mind like the, the strategy in sending which two do we choose. So, um, like some people just straight up said, yeah, I'll go. And then they had to sort of decide on others. So it was, it was interesting. I think Tanuke wanted like to go with Matt. So she at least has to partner with her, I suppose. Yeah. So I guess Shy's the easy option to leave behind. Yeah. And then we should, I think have struggled. I
0: I definitely Shy and Hannah. Looking at those two as players, they definitely would have struggled if they switched. They're definitely a lot more introverted than these other players, where Tanuke, she seems very extroverted. Matthew is just young, loud, and says what he wants. And then Doug, I feel like he's quite introverted, but he seems to blend in with the blokey blokes, which he's going over to in that sense. And Peg Leg, I don't know Peg Leg. I don't
1: know. I, I don't know Pegleg enough to get, uh, even answer. Answer for? Well, it. I think uh, I think Pegleg's just the older character who sort of everyone can get along with. He's probably got a bunch of stories about his leg and other, yeah, you know, his life experiences. So I can imagine that's he's one be a good talker. Nathan, about.
0: that's one story.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sure there's <laughs> sorry, other ones. In sorry, there
0: sorry, leg. sorry, Pegleg.
1: You don't know. He might have lost his foot from a shark attack. Then he got run over by a car, lost the other half of his leg. You don't know what's happened. Like Neither. It could have been multiple okay. multiple accidents to lose his leg. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I disagree surprised. with you. We
0: haven't heard how he
1: lost his leg. Now yeah, I, I I'm now. shocked they didn't that not put that in the package. He well, he's a yeah. surf teacher. So, I mean, to me, it just screams shark attack. But, I, I mean, I don't know. I think he
0: got it when he was very, very young. he's had it for many, many years from my knowledge.
1: All right, so I've just looked it up. Uh, apparently, Pegleg was born with no ankle in his leg, and they made the decision to uh, amputate. So that's not a shark attack. That's really interesting, actually. That's something I've heard that before. Like born without an ankle, yeah. crazy. Yeah, and that's his his name's Rick, and an he ankle. changed the yeah he changed his name from Rick to Pegleg to stop any weirdness around his disability. So I guess to make people comfortable yeah. about talking about it, I guess yeah, good on him. Yeah, no, very good on him. Yeah. So yeah, I think he probably has, he's got a life to share with people. So I think he would fit in well in most social situations. I want to push back on what you said about shy. I actually think if he swaps over to, uh, Lenina, he'd probably be in a, in a decent, he'd be okay because Lee's there and what does Lee value over everything else? Strength. There you go. And what does shy have? There which you is go, proven eh? to be strength. arguably the challenge piece of the All season. The yeah. He's like, He'd be probably yeah. top two with Doug, really, out of uh, in terms of challenge yeah, worth. Doug and Shire. So yeah. I think Shire would probably be okay, yeah. and he might actually find some friends. Yeah, He's, he has no one at, at uh, Calaton, So yeah.
0: Um, go head. Look, getting away from sort of that swap and everything, I do want to talk about sort of the swap that we saw before the swap. Uh, Lilani heading over to, Lenina and lying to them at first and telling them the truth and then almost getting away with it scot-free because they, like, say that they don't trust her, but then because the swap happens before they go to tribal council and Tanuke and Matthew coming in, probably obviously bigger threats than she is, she might get away with this completely scot-free. Like, do we see... Like, she's got pretty much a ticket to the merge, right?
1: Yeah, Lalani had an interesting week. Um, she comes in, you know, sort of tries to be undercover in that, and that just goes horribly wrong when she literally says, "Sorry, I lied to you about this." So everyone, no one really trusts her. Yeah, having Tanuke and Matt come over definitely helps. Um, I thought her and Chris have built this sort of bond, which which is this is going to last, I think. Um, we see Chris is like the main person who wants to get to know her, and but be- and between the two of them, they suss out. Uh, the whole Ren Idol thing, which eventually pays off in Ren going home. So Leilani has a little bit of power now and she's done – I thought she had a really good episode, the second one, to work out the whole fish story with Chris and then to use that information and and weaponize it against Ren. Um, And, yeah, now she's got a few numbers to – like she went over to to Lenena in good spirits, I suppose. Like I don't think it was planned. Like she wasn't happy about it. She still got voted out, but at the end of the day she's – She's thinking she's going as an undercover spy. I don't see it that way. Um, but if she does, then she's happy with Tanuke and Matt. She's got Chris, which is now a new majority. So she, 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 uh, looks like she's going to last for a while. Do you think Leilani is sort of making the right decision as to go like undercover? Like, do you think she should just be ditching the old Calaton altogether and just trying to make new bonds? Like why is she so loyal to the tribe that just voted her out? I don't get it.
0: Yeah, I, look, I don't get that. Look, she's not a fan. She's in this game. That's her tribe. She got voted out. She doesn't seem like a very spiteful person. There was, I remember a confessional um, back when she was on Kelaton, before she got voted out, where she was sort of saying, I don't really fit in here. I'm not as lively as these guys are. And I just, I'm just not as in the click. These guys seem to get together whereas I sort of need my alone time to a certain point and she seems like the loyalty is there because it almost has to be and that unfortunately is what happens when someone isn't a fan of the game that's sort of this is where I came from so this is what I'm doing but this isn't the right move the right move is the the best the right move for any time you go on a new tribe is to become one with the tribe that you're in. You want to yeah. accept this is where your game is. You're in this tribe now, I'm all for this tribe. Yes, you get merged, you can rekindle relationships from former tribes, but you want to just immerse yourself in this tribe. If she keeps talking to Matthew and Tanuke, she splits herself off from the Lenennas, because let's be serious, there's, it's four Lenennas, three Kalaton now on that tribe. So they're almost like one person. They've got a majority there. Then I feel like she's played this role. It's in her best interest to make new relationships, which she seems to be doing with Christopher. Um, Ren approached her with a plan. So she obviously didn't have a horrible, uh, horrible relationship with Ren. So... Mm-hmm she's if she can keep this going I think Christophers her in there she gets along with Christopher they seem to have this connection they love that dance and smile at each other sort of crap that I don't understand but it's it's she's she's playing she seems to be playing it right because I don't feel like she's as loyal as she say was the first time she turned up. When she turned up, she lied to them because she was still Calaton strong. Then she realized, no, I'm in this tribe now. I'm going to tell you guys the truth. Yes, I still don't think that's completely the right move either or how it went about it. It didn't work. But it's still... She's trying to tell them the truth and let them know that she's with them now.
1: Yeah, I think she's maybe... Realized it, but to be fair, I think Chris has done a lot of a lot of the legwork there to to get her onto the right page. Like without Chris, well, I don't think she'd be doing anything. Um, so I think she's sort of like pulling her along and say, "No, no, join with me. You're with me now. You're going to be a number for me." So he's he's using her well. But yeah, like to say like my old tribe didn't like me. They then voted me out, but I'm still all to them. It just makes no sense. So I'm not a huge fan of that. But yeah, um, Chris has done well with her. So I think she's sort of uh, long for the game. Definitely, she's going to merge. I think like there's no reason to get rid of her. And you never know, like at merge, yeah, she could no win reason. a lot of these. She could win a lot of these endurance endurance challenges. She's like a yoga teacher and stuff, so she might build a bit of power later on, and and have a game to yeah. stand on you know? mentally
0: strong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Perhaps, it's yeah, not perhaps. it's not about carrying carrying twelve and a half kilos around a bloody ring. It's it's or holding up twenty five kilos or whatever they were holding up in that first challenge. It's yeah. she's actually will have legs under her with these long endurance challenges where its own body weight because she's used to it, she's done yoga for years, she'll smash it.
1: Yeah, I think like we saw obviously saw her dominate that challenge before she got sent home, so or sent to go a tribe rather. So yeah, we know that she's good at uh balance stuff and, and I would assume endurance. So yeah, get to emerge and, and see what happens with Avani. Let, look we've we we've
0: tried to talk about the strategy and we'll probably dip a little bit further into the strategy bit let's talk about the challenges because let's be serious survivor uk the biggest thing about this is the challenges it's all about challenges a lot of a lot of the votes are based on strength these challenges are awesome i'm really enjoying the challenges there's a lot to talk about we love a good stand and hold all this weight challenge it it pushes people to their limits which we saw what did you think about Joel giving both tribes the the comforts? Oh. Like, why did... So they've ended the challenge. Rachel and Christopher have hit each other in the head. How often do we see the challenge get completely stopped? Usually they just have another round and they're just a bit more careful.
1: Yeah, I have no idea.
0: But now this... Tri- yeah. yeah, this tribe's got... Both tribes get comfort. It's a survivor. Yeah. Both tribes aren't supposed to get comfort.
1: I thought it was a bit of a cop out, really. Like, I don't understand, like, why it's pick two, not pick two other people. Like, why can't we just do someone else? It's like, oh, we're going to call it there. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Finish the challenge. Like, why are we doing this then? Like, why yeah. even show that on, on the TV? Edit that out. Like, we don't need that. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just infuriating, almost. Like, what are we watching here? There's no ties in Survivor. There's a winner and loser. If you if you're going, yeah, exactly. There's a winner and loser. If
0: you're going to do these big, big these these Australian let's let's be serious these Australian endure these Australian challenges, these hard, heavy, hard hitting challenges with the big guys and the big girls and the the, the power behind it, then you've got to complement it and see it through. I don't like that they cut it here because I can look like, I can understand people get hurt. You you take them to the side. You check that they're all right. They both seemed all right. They both went went straight back to camp. Like it might have been yeah. an hour or two, but they both went straight back to camp. You make the you make the the contestants wait, and you do another challenge to finish it off. You make the decide like there's no ties in Survivor. I like that. There's no ties in Survivor.
1: <laughs> no, but but don't but like give
0: the both one- Neither of them get it. Neither of them get it. Don't give any of. Once it.
1: A- once it's patched up, stick them back out there. But like, even if it's a tie, then let's let's pretend we're fine with the tie. Why do we both get the comforts? Like, you didn't win. Like, the winner gets the comfort, not yeah. not not the non- loser. This is and then milk. Yeah. Since when was milk a good idea? And and a desert island in the sun. Like, milk was a bad choice. Yeah, They
0: slept the best they ever. Milk <laughs> was a bad choice. <laughs> it's turning in their stomachs. Like, yeah. Jeff Probst would never let this happen. <laughs> never in a million. He's not oh, going <laughs> to, nah. oh, these two players have clashed heads. I'm going to give you guys both a mattress. <laughs> like, that just makes yeah, no, no sense. No, anyway. nah, I didn't like it.
1: But I did, I you know, know what maybe, I did like? I like yeah. the uh, the holding the weight challenge. That's like a classic survivor challenge. We don't see it as often as I'd like because it is, it is, I don't know why, it's just something fun about the seeing people hold heavy weights. And it goes all the way back to like season two, I think it was, with um Scoopin' and Colby. And it's just it's just fun. Like it's just cool. so, so you can hold it longest and then your strategy about where to put the weight and you know, is someone gonna die without putting the weight on them, so you leave them just hanging there. Um it's fun to watch. What did you think about J D yeah. pretty much forcing Jess to quit?
0: No, that 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 definitely goes along with this trend. The last challenge, he gives them both creature uh, like creature comforts luxury items to because two people have clashed heads. Now she's struggling a little bit or she's struggling bad. Like, and this, but this is what this challenge is supposed to do. It's supposed to make you struggle bad. And then telling her to quit is just, it's just stupid. It's like, what, what's the point? Like willpower. It's her, it's her will that has to break. If she forces herself to go to the end of her like to her wit's end, then that's on her. She has the option to drop it at any time. You don't make the decision for her. I disliked this. I didn't enjoy 100%. it. Chris literally drops then drops then drops on the ground because he just pushes himself to his limits. That's what this game's about. And we do understand no one likes to see someone get medevac, no one likes to see someone get hurt. But you've got to remember these players have signed up for this. These players are putting themselves under the pump. And when they can't go any further, it's up for them to make the decision to drop not to keep pushing. He made the decision for her and
1: that's unacceptable I don't like yeah'm I want to throw out a conspiracy theory that I've come up with um, I think yeah. I think Jess is obviously like the shining light of Calton she's the best confessionalist she's one of the few people I actually like in the cast to be honest um, I really like Jess yeah. a lot she's cool she's yeah. got a good vibe she's funny she yeah, so I'm thinking JD's seen her struggle a bit. She hasn't got a lot of weight. He's maybe trying to protect her. If they do lose, like, oh, like, she didn't fail. I made her quit. So don't vote her out on a challenge performance. She would have gone for hours longer, but I forced her to quit. So maybe he's just trying to save her in that way, save save face a bit, like, don't let her, let the team down. JD did that. So that's my conspiracy to try and keep her in the game because they know that she's the only one producing for them in, in terms of, like, content.
0: Yeah, especially at Kelaton. She is definitely a shining light in Kelaton. Look, I I like it. I also think Joel is a lot closer to these crew, these, these, these castaways than, say, Jeff Probst ever would be. Like, Jeff Probst obviously has connections with them, but Joel is like, he's joking and he's playing and stuff like that. It's not just for the TV value. That's just who he is. So he has more of a connection with these people. I think he's maybe a little bit softer than, say, Jonathan and Jeff.
1: Yeah, perhaps. I will say I love. He actually, he actually, he actually, he actually so cares. Good. I,
0: I love it. He's I, 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 I find him entertaining as shit. Yeah, I find him entertaining as shit. But he's just, he's, it's a different. He's a different person, and I think he's more a little bit more caring.
1: Yeah, no, perhaps. So perhaps. that's why but, he I mean, did it. Like, yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, he shouldn't be stepping in. It's up to the players if they want to pass out doing this challenge. That's what they should be allowed to do. I know it's a safety issue, but Jess is also a 38-year-old grown woman. She can make her own decisions.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. Um, okay, Chris next week wants to throw the challenge. Like this is this is an interesting thing because in an unstrategic season, <laughs> this is pure strategy. It's it's literally making yourself vulnerable to vote someone out that you need voted out. This is awesome. This is what this game needs. I want Chris to throw this challenge. Is he the villain of the season? We're certainly like we certainly like main character. Course, who, Who's... Yeah, is main character, but who's the villain? I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to find sort of someone like, that they're the really doing villain this villainous is role. Whereas this, yeah, is he the villain? I th- yeah, true. I
1: guess is Lee not a villain? Do you like Lee? If nah, there's a villain, he's on the villains. I, I yeah, true. Okay. All
0: right. So I we've think got Chris. Lee, I think we, we got Christopher.
1: I think what you're saying with Chris, he's probably, like, the villain we love, whereas Lee's, like, the villain we hate. Like, I guess yeah. Chris is probably more like the, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say Russell Hands because I love Russell Hands and a lot of people hate him, but, like, uh, the strategic villain Russell. who...
0: Everyone loves Russell I
1: mean, no, no, I love Russell. Like, not everyone does love Russell. A lot of people hate Russell. <laughs> so Lee... Everyone
0: loves to hate him.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to think of, like, a strategic villain... Like a poverty, I guess. Like, everyone loved her, despite the villainous tendencies. Can, can we talk about the, 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 fish, the fish story, the fish idol, back to that outpost thing where they had the choices of the big fish, the medium fish, or the potato. And now this has all come out. And at the time, my idea was say, take the potato, pretend it was a challenge, and, and try and get the idol that way. But now with that cross-tribal communication with Leilani and Lawrence, sort of confirming this story with Chris, what is, like, the optimal play at that outpost? Because I guess at the time I didn't sort of think, oh, the other tribe's also doing it. What if the information spreads? And now it's spreading. It's cost Renher uh, their game. So what do you think, yeah. looking back at it now, is the best optimal strategy?
0: The exact way Lawrence did it. I, and I said, the, I said this back then. You get the big fish. You know that there's an idol out there. But you don't have to... But, and you just say, oh, this, and you just don't, you don't talk about the middle fish at all. You'd like, like how Lawrence said it originally, he, he talked about the potato and the idol and then the big fish, you do that. So then even if it does come out, all they're doing is you're keeping a little bit of knowledge away from them. You're not keeping an idol that you've got away from them. Yeah
1: so you
0: come back with a big fish you kiss kiss everyone's bum you're like I got this big fish just for us I could have got an idol but I didn't I got this then you Mm. know that there's an idol yes you've got a larger search parameter you've got to still search for it which everyone's doing anyway even the unfan people are doing it they're searching to a certain point Jess talked about searching for an idol and she has never watched the show in her life but yeah, if you, know that there's if you know one they're out there. Out there. You know that yeah. there's one on your beach, okay? And then, worst case scenario, when it does come out, they're like, oh, there was another option and it said that there was an idol on the beach and I didn't tell you. That's mm. that's the way to do it, I feel.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. At the end of the Lawrence, day, like... Lawrence
0: did it right.
1: Yeah, the clue that Doug and Wren actually got, like, it wasn't that hard to find. It looked like just a logo on the path to the well. Like, that's where you would look for one anyway. So... Exactly. Yeah, it's probably easy to lie about it. You, you just, yeah, you take the big fish and then just have the knowledge that there is an idol out there somewhere. So, yeah, Lawrence probably played this better than we thought at the time. I mean, you you were high on it, but I wasn't. I said um, it. I said and it. It probably Ren's failure is to deal with it properly. And and yeah, you know, I don't know. To come up with a better lie or just just deal with the situation, it cost them cost them the game. So, not great. From the best,
0: the best lies, Mac, The best lies are uh, the truth with a little bit withdrawn. That is it's the best lies. You tell the truth. Yeah. 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 With a sprinkle of salt and pepper. Yeah.
1: With
0: a yeah. sprinkle of salt and pepper. A little bit of spiciness in there. They're the easiest lies because you can follow them. Most people will back them up to a certain extent because it is the truth. But you just keep out a little bit of information. Just one little notch of information And that is, you don't talk about the middle fish. In this case, I feel.
1: Yeah. Uh, Did you? You Did you have? How
0: would you have played? How? How have you? How would you have played this?
1: Well, I said it. Is there any other options
0: that might have been good?
1: Well, I I, I had my idea of yeah, taking the potato and, and pretending you lost the challenge. But I guess in hindsight, yeah, like Lawrence can just debunk that by saying there was no challenge. But then at the end of the day, like, who do you believe? Like, what if Lawrence is lying? Why is why is your story not? Not as good as his story, like no one else can confirm this, so you know if you can sell it enough and you have people that can get behind it, that's all you need. It doesn't need to be true like never get never let the truth get in the way of a good story so yeah you know, if if you're if you're a good salesman with a pitch, that's it yeah, fair. Ah. I just no, want to just go back to what you course. you were talking about Jess you were talking about Jess and how she hasn't watched the episode of the uh, episode of Survivor before probably. I probably disagree because yeah. in in the first episode of the week they're talking about uh, Rachel versus um, Jess, but she was talking about what if sorry she wanted to do shy she wanted to vote for shy. Um, yeah. She was talking about what if shy is an idol, we might have to split the vote. And I just when I heard split the vote from Jess, I was like, oh wow, like maybe she actually knows this game because that is not basic strategy if you've never seen an episode before.
0: No, she's heard that from the other staff, the other cast. <laughs>
1: Do you think so? She's think heard that
0: from the other cast and she's just and she's just relaying this in the confessional. That's all this is. <laughs> Tanuke, who has obviously got some sort of strategic jobs, has mentioned something, oh, we, we can't do shy. what if he's got an idol? And then Jess is like, oh, oh, shit, what if he's got an idol? Oh, we might have to split the vote because Tanuke's told her. That's, that's it. I've called it. There you go. Done. Debunked. She's never watched an episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, that's probably fair, yeah. I want to talk about Tanuke for a second. I think, I think, um, really had a good week in terms of like visibility and, and just what she was doing. I really think, uh, she could be my new winner pick. If I, if I'm allowed to choose another one, I want to, I want to jump from Rachel, uh, who's gone now to to Tanuke, I think.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd be doing the same thing. Ren to Tanuke. Tanuke had an awesome week. She showed really good chops. She definitely has control over there on Calaton. And now she's gone to Lenena. And I think she is social enough. She will get through. I think she is a, less of a target than Matthew. Okay? She's not as out there as Matthew is. So, and then if they're looking for strength, she's definitely stronger than Leilani. So that's definitely an option there. She's in a good spot. She's definitely making it to merge. I hope. I hope saying that doesn't cut down her game. <laughs> but she she's a big threat, and I don't think a lot of these players will notice how big of a threat she is until it's a lot later in the game. Possibly too late and she wins the game. And is yeah, she, she a professional she's a professional roller skater?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, apparently. Whatever that just is. Disco
0: roller skater. That's yeah, there you go. I didn't even know that profession existed anymore, but there you go. That does. <laughs> yeah, she's I definitely she's seems... definitely got some spunk to her.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, super social. And then we see this like alliance of four uh, before the Matt and Tanuke jump over. So it looks like a probably a pretty tight alliance. Probably the biggest alliance in the game: uh, Tanuke, Nathan, uh, Jess, and Matt. So if they can all get to merge and, and stay a tight four, like they might be able to overturn the numbers of this Linana. Like dominance, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I think she might be long for the game, and she's going to have that cross tribal connection. So yeah, Tnuke, I think is my new my new winner pick.
0: Yeah, that's 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 who I'm seeing, and we'll we'll talk about that as we get into the buffs of the episodes. <laughs> um, did we do we want to start talking about what we think is going to happen next week, mate?
1: Yeah, well, let's before we do uh, next week's predictions, let's have a look back at what we decided. Uh, last time on Next Week on Survivor.
0: Okay, I think Calaton lose, and Ooh. we, yep, we unfortunately lose
1: shy. Ah. Bam. <laughs> yeah, that's wrong. Uh, it, was, it was up for discussion. Uh, he was, but yeah. Yeah, for some reason they, they went for Rachel over... Like the, that, that, main core they, four the, plus Lawrence chose Rachel.
0: Yeah, they definitely went for strength over, and and obviously possibly the idol that shy has been looking for every morning might have come into play. Yeah, ball. we In didn't. Fear. We didn't have a whole lot of talk. There wasn't a whole lot of talk about sort of the reasons why it was more Jess and Rachel talking about the reasons why they're being aimed at. Wasn't a lot of strategic value from the other players, so yeah, that was yeah that nah. was wrong. Shai I was definitely a target, but he wasn't the target.
1: Nah, that's fair. All right, yeah. let's continue with your predictions.
0: Um, and then I think Leila, uh, Lenena loses, and Leilani goes home.
1: Well, Leilani yeah, that's uh. Road. <laughs> they only got they one vote. Yeah, great.
0: <laughs> she got one vote. <laughs> I guess it's close. Uh, no, it's not close. Yeah, it's t- not close at all. Ren, I didn't even think of Ren going home. I genuinely had no thought that Ren would go home this week. So I lose. So I got the first two weeks right, this week wrong. So yeah, I'm, I mean, oh, that's hard, two it's out hard out to pick two out of three. Two out of three ain't bad. Uh, <laughs>
1: two, yeah, um, I, 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 I saw Ren going a long way, so... I, I'll give you – I'll let you off for that one because I didn't see that either. All right, let's see what I said. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that. Um, I, I'm going to agree with you on Leilani. I do think if Lenina goes, they're just going to vote her straight out. Yeah, I mean, she it was just the obvious target. You would have thought, you know, first in well, – or it's the last in, first out, and she just didn't have any friends anywhere. And I thought, well, why, why wouldn't they target her? But – uh I but guess the she same, survived. The same
0: time, yeah, and at the same time we probably should have seen this is the more strategic tribe, which means they're going to absorb her and use her as numbers in other plans that they've already got ready to go. So True. That was that was actually on us. Like we we really missed that mark, I believe, because when you are a strategic tribe, you're not as into that original tribe dynamic, you you absorb whoever you can get to get out the person that you want out that you think is going to hurt your game the most. And they obviously thought Ren was going to hurt their game the most. They absorbed Leilani, they absorbed Tanuke and Matthew, and got out their target.
1: Yeah, I will say, if if uh, these if the tribal council was swapped around and the first episode was Lenena, like, with Peg Leg and Duggar back there, I I'd, I'd probably think that Levani would have gone. Like, I she didn't have anyone. But the fact that there was a swap, she's got more numbers, there's more distrust with Ren because there's more time to work out the fish story, it probably paid in her favour. So, look, if, if it, yeah, I do, I do think it would have changed if they won that first challenge of the week, not the second one. So, yeah. but we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never uh, Let's see what else I said. <laughs> I'll go I'll go one from each side, so we'll go Kelaton also lose. Uh, I reckon I reckon I might find his way in. Nathan seems to like him. Nathan's with Tanuke, so let's call them a threesome. Jess is safe. So who does that leave out? It leaves out Rachel and Matt and I guess Rachel's my winner pick, so I'll go with Matt just because <laughs> Rachel's of <laughs> elimination. <laughs> Oh, so close! It's right there.
0: So, so close. It was right there, and you just didn't grab it. I think your your thoughts on the alliances were definitely off. But um, you're right. Rachel was the one left out. She was obviously there's a reason that uh, they kept uh, they kept Jess over Rachel, and that is that she was the one that was just left out. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen next week, mate? Leave it at that.
1: Oh, we didn't do that, did we? No. Oh, we've got throw it, I've got to throw it back in yeah. when we did it. Okay. Uh, so looking ahead to next week on Survivor, uh, so we've got double episode. I'm going to say Merge's second episode. So first episode, I guess Chris is throwing this challenge. So I have to go. Lenina goes to Tribal Council. And oh, look, it's anyone's guess, but, oh, geez. Who are they going to get out? Are they thinking Lee or is he throwing it to get a Calton member out? They're getting a Kelton I'm going to. Sorry. You think they are? Well, I don't know. Like it's, it's sort of, it's, yeah. Yeah. Look up. Ah, yeah. They probably are. So if that is the case, I'm going to say they're going to get rid of Matt. I'm going to say Matt's going to go in the first episode. Then we're going to merge. And then at the merge vote, uh, shy will be the one targeted because he has no friends.
0: I ugh, bloody hell. That, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> are
1: you actually kidding? <coughs>
0: Uh, No, seriously, that is exactly how I was seeing it. If Merge is episode eight, I have a feeling it may be episode nine. I feel like they're going to finish off the week and then it's Merge next week. So I'm going to change it and say, Matthew still gets voted out next episode. I'm sorry. I have to agree with you there. And then the the next one, Lenana go back to Tribal Council again, and Leilani gets voted out. That's what I'm going to say. No merge, okay. no merge next week. Right? I think merge will be in the feelers for the week after.
1: Okay. I just think Leilani's too tight with Chris now, and he's the pe- he's the one running the tribe. So I think she'll be safe. But look, it's that's your that's your decision, and and, and we'll, I guess we'll we'll put the buzzer on you next week when it's wrong. Yeah,
0: exactly. The buzzer. Well you took you took my shy
1: thing. <laughs> t-
0: we didn't talk about Lawrence at all this episode.
1: <laughs> um there was not yeah, a, lot, I, was not uh, a yeah, lot of Lawrence. He yeah. <laughs> well, surprisingly he, he might be in my buffs as well, so okay. I guess we'll get to him. There but yeah, go, yeah. quite weak for for the character of Lawrence, but yeah. he was doing some good things in that first episode. So um you want to get to the buffs now? Let's discuss it.
0: Well, let's 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 say goodbye to Rachel and Ren. Let's say goodbye to Rachel and Ren, and we'll get into the. Okay, box. okay. Uh, let's let's rank them as players. Let's rank them as characters. Let's uh, what what their memorable moments were, and will we see them again? Rachel, uh, as a player, I had high hopes for her at the start in the preseason. I had high hopes for her week one. She fell short. She fell short dramatically. Uh, as a character, there wasn't a whole lot there either. Memorable moment was probably her getting uh, a headbutt into Christopher. And um, no, we won't see her again.
1: Yeah, Rachel, uh, biggest letdown ever. Yeah, winner pick gone in the fifth episode. What, what is this crap? Like, <laughs> I expect better from myself. I expect better from you, Rachel. Um, <laughs> just, I don't know, it set, set me up for failure. I, just, I looked at her and I said, yep, she looks like a winner of Survivor to me. She had sort of things going for her, but I guess she just didn't have the social connections. Like she just wasn't making those bonds. Um, as a character, yeah, I didn't really enjoy her, to be honest. Didn't really give much in the confessionals. She wasn't entertaining. Um, just really disappointed with my choice of Winnipeg, <laughs> to be honest. I
0: actually just, disagree a little bit. I just want to throw back on you just with the, um, like being the weakest and stuff. If it wasn't for Leilani going, wasn't like, she definitely, like she wasn't a weak person. She was really strong in the challenges. She she worked a bum off in those. So, I don't see her as a bad challenge person. I think she's stronger than
1: Jess in the no, challenges. I'm not saying she is. Yeah. I'm not saying she's a bad challenge person. I'm just saying she was a bad player. Bad player. Like she obviously okay. didn't do anything. Like she wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Like challenge is one thing and I know it's important but like, Show me some connections. Find some friends, please. Do something.
0: And find friends with people bigger than Jess, who's the other weak person in the tribe.
1: <laughs> well, that's exactly right. You gotta. Yeah. You probably need to find some friends in power. Yeah. Um, Jess is probably a lovely person. We've discussed Jess, but uh, you need you need other people too.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: All right. What about uh, Ren? Yeah. So give me was... a, a post mortem on Ren.
0: Okay, Ren. As a, as a player, um, uh, there was obviously downfalls. There's a reason she's voted out. She played this Fitch and Idol situation wrong. She didn't even get the Idol out of it. Like her closest friend gets the Idol. So as a player, maybe she just wasn't made for some. As a player, I enjoyed their confessionals. They seem very chirpy, very upbeat. I did like the confessionals that they had around... The fish reward, uh, the fish, the fish and idol play. Did I play it right? Maybe not. Uh, did I play it well? Maybe not really. Did I play it well enough? Hopefully, like that. That, that was. I liked that line. So as a character, I really didn't mind her. <laughs> as a memorable moment for them, I think. Uh, yeah, we just got to go with the reward. We got to go uh, like the um, outpost. Coming back, lying to the tribe, finding, telling Doug, etc. That's got to be the best moment I can think of. And will we see them return? We will not see them return.
1: No, yeah, Ren, uh, interesting character. Like, yeah, confessionalist was uh, they were good at that. Um, I just think you know they were probably playing a new age game with a with an old age cast, like a like a. Like an old school cast in a new school game. Um, you need to sort of adapt to the people around you and they're, they're probably like big survivor fan. They watch all the, you know, the new stuff, right? So the meta strategy of the game and try and apply that with people who have no idea. And it doesn't work. The meta strategy works because everyone knows the game and that's the current strategy because everyone knows it who, the, who plays. So when you're playing with old school players, it, you have to adapt and they didn't do that, uh, which is disappointing because I really had high hopes for them. I thought they were in, in for like a good game going a long way. So yeah, Ren will we'll, we'll, I will remember him. Um had a decent game, just, just really got caught up in this web of lies about this fish and the idol. And like you said, like didn't even get the idol, Doug did. So yeah. <laughs> just just found themselves in a in a bit of a tough spot with Doug on the swap. If Doug doesn't swap over, it might be different. But it wasn't and Ren is gone. Uh memorable moments. I don't I'll probably do the whole the whole fish idol, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh let's get to, let's get to the buffs, Mac. I'm excited about my buffs for this week because my buff goes for the same person in both episodes.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. mine I've- doesn't. So let's let's keep the suspense building, and I'll start with mine. Okay, let's start with yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, five. I went for Lawrence. So we we didn't really talk about it much in, in this episode, but uh, he, had a, he had a pretty good episode in episode five. He um, he, he built this. Like, this alliance of five, I suppose, which, I mean, we later find out that he was on the outside of. But when I did the buffs, he was not on the outside of it. So he builds this fivesome and he says, who are the people I want to move forward with? Rather than throw out a name, he says, these are the people I want to work with. Yeah. So he doesn't – he sort of isolates Rachel and Jess. Rachel ends up going home. Lawrence sort of sees himself in that five with Nathan Tanuke, Matt and um, Jess. Uh, so – yeah, I just thought he had a decent episode. He's obviously got some goodwill and ultimately the fish reward he dealt with really well, which has come out to, it's come to like, it's come now to we've win. seen that's come yeah. to be the best thing he's done all game. Yeah. 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 Good on him. Mate. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Buff oh, okay.
0: oh, good on him. He, he deserves one. And what about, what for episode six?
1: Yeah. Episode six, uh, Chris gets my buff. Chris he's just, uh, really play this well. He, he was sort of on the, the, the hunt for this fish, this fake fish story since Ren told everyone really back in that episode. So he's been doing it for a, probably about a week in real time, trying to find out what is the real story behind this fish. He, he cross references with Lawrence at the challenge and now Leilani is there. He can really get some information out of her and he's finally got to the bottom of the fish story and used that information and weaponized it. And that's really hard to do. Um, he's got his title lines with Ash. And they seem to be sort of, I guess, running where this tribe's going to go. So, use information to get someone out. Tight lines with Ash. The only one that wants to build a alliance with Leilani. So, great episode from Chris. Chris gets my buff.
0: Oh, no, nice. I I, I I, think Christopher deserved a buff this week. So, I completely agree with that. Well done. I'm very happy with your two buffs this week. But I disagree with both of them. And both of my buffs go to Znukak. Tanuke is got a monopoly's wow. got a monopoly on the game, she's got a monopoly over a Kalaton, and I think she did really, really well in how she explained her game in see in uh, episode six when she swaps over. I think she is one person that is not going to worry, and I see her long her longevity in the game. She played it really well coming into this tribe using Leilani as sort of a go-to while still talking to everyone herself. So Leilani's the one that's sort of putting, sticking her head up, but she's still at the back. I think Matthew going over with her is a great decision for her as well because he is loud. He's always he's always asked a question at these challenges and he's always got something to say. I just see great longevity in the game. Her name wasn't even mentioned this episode. Leilani's was. And she's just come over from the swap. She's a lot stronger. She's someone that should be a warrior at Merge. And she's not. I think she did really, really well this week. And I give her both my buffs. Which brings her to... Yeah, well done, Tanuka. Yeah, which um, she is now winning the season for buffs with Christopher on three buffs apiece. Doug is joining by Lawrence with two buffs, and we just have Nathan, and of course we lose Rachel this week with one buff.
1: Yeah, I think that checks out. That's pretty much how the, how the season feels in those sort of, those characters are the main sort of people. I think Ash could be the only one that sort of gets a mention in sort of what she's been doing. She's had a pretty good season so far too, so pretty accurate, the leaderboard so far I think, and that's why probably Tanuke feels like a good winner pick at the moment.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, Ash, yeah, she seems to, she's definitely put the work in and she's always there. She's definitely on our screens a lot, but she's just not Mm. jumping off it as, I feel like all her plans, she needs other people to sort of wield for her, which I guess is a strategy. It's a great strategy in itself because she's not upfront with it. It's, she's not sort of taking the move, but she's always, almost always in survival mode. And someone is actually saving her instead of her doing the real good work. This week, I genuinely feel like Le- the Lenena lost out from this. Okay. This is an old school season. This is a strength based season. Lenena lost out voting out Ren who was with them. And instead of going for Calaton when they should have gone for Calaton. And now next week, they're planning to go for Calaton. So it just, it just doesn't make sense for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think Ash is sort of... It's, it, to me, she, she's a pair with uh, Christopher, and I guess he's getting the credit for a lot of stuff they're doing together. That's yeah. how I see it. So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. All right, anyway, mate, what do you got going on this week? Uh, look, looks quite weak. Uh, literally nothing.
0: Well, see, so you got nothing going on, Mac. You've always got something
1: going on. That's a real shame, mate. I do have. I got. I got US survive. I got to do a podcast on that. You're not going to be with me this week, so got to find a guest for that. But I'll get through it. Don't worry, I'm here. And I guess we'll see you at the next podcast we do.
0: Yeah, exactly. And yeah,
1: what have you got going on? You're busy. You're I'm, busy, I'm busy.
0: I've got. I got. a I got a, a very close friend's sixtieth. On Friday night, I've got a wedding all day Saturday, got to get my hair and all that sort of shit done at 8.30, got to get into it. So that's exciting. Um, I will be very drunk and um, then Sunday I will be on my couch watching TV and talking to nobody. So it's going to be awesome. I'm really, gonna, I'm really looking forward it to it. a great weekend. Yeah, really looking forward to it. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Hit us up at Facebook at Survivor Buffs Blind Sides and Banner to Get us on Instagram at Survivor underscore 3BS. Get us on Twitter at Survivor 3BS. I've been Buckles. He's been back. You've been awesome. Have a great week, guys. See you next time.
1: Thanks, Buckles. Always a pleasure. See you next time after the US one. <laughs> See you, <mate>. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Is this
0: Survivor? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I
1: think this is Survivor. (laughs) Dude, you must really like Survivor. (laughs)